Kia ora koutou, kua braia toko and you're listening to the LUMO podcast. LUMO Energy Reimagined explores the big ideas facing the future of energy for Aotearoa New Zealand. As part of LUMO, we're profiling people who are making waves in energy and asking them about their stories. Our next guest is Yu Yun Kui, who is Network Planning Engineer at Orion and was recently named 2022 Young Energy Professional of the Year. At the Energy Awards, when Yu Yun's name was announced for the award, she received a standing ovation from her Orion colleagues and you could really feel how everyone thought it was just so well deserved. I also read that Nigel Barber, Orion Group Chief Executive, said Yuyin's analysis of the impact EVs will have on Orion's low voltage network is the very best he's seen in his career. Congratulations Yuyin and thanks for joining us. Thanks very much. Yuyin, can you tell us a little bit about your journey to date? Yeah, so I guess I can start firstly with how I got into engineering and then go on to how I got into the energy sector. So um, when I was probably around 10, um, I started being aware of engineering actually being a thing. And when I was little, I always liked to uh, try and repair things that were broken in in my house and uh, usually ended up breaking them a little bit more. But but in in that process, kind of found out how they worked at the same time. And that sort of led me to the sciences, physics, maths and things like that. I guess that led me further into university where I decided to study engineering. In my first year, I wasn't too sure what discipline I wanted to go into. And then um, I became aware of the electricity industry and power engineering, which seemed like a really good way to give back to the community. So it's obviously very infrastructure based and almost everyone in the world interfaces with it on a daily basis without maybe even necessarily thinking about it. Mm. Um, But that seemed like a really valuable way to contribute to society. Um, Yeah. And so I guess once I, once I left university in 2014, I was thinking about where to go as well. Um, I ended up working for a consultancy and doing detailed designs and get really getting a good foundation and how things worked and how um, everything was built. And then from there, I decided that I wanted to branch out a little bit um, and I guess have a little, little bit more background in how, uh, I guess, decisions were made and projects were created. And so I decided to make the move to Orion into the planning department and where, where the time scales are kind of uh, boggles the mind really, like yeah. 10, 20, 30 years out and try to think about what's going to happen then and what we need to prepare for. So. Yeah, that's uh, my journey so far. Wow, that's that's really interesting. And I, I often hear that link with engineers, that they start to know that it might be for them when they like to break things <laughs> and see how they can come back together. Um, is that what you do with the electricity network? or uh, tr- We try not to break things. Yes. Uh, yeah, we try and uh, make sure that they don't break, I guess, is the key. So a lot of what we do and well, what I do in my day-to-day job is uh, try and project out what people's energy uses are going to be um, and make sure that we upgrade the network before that becomes an issue. So I'm at the moment focusing on our low voltage network and things like where electric vehicles, solar panels and batteries and things like that are coming online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have there been significant changes uh, in, the, in just your time at Orion so far? 
I'd say there's a bit of a perspective shift. So mm -hmm. um, I guess the electricity industry has been relatively stable for the last 50, 60 years mm -hmm. from when it was built. Um, you know, people put on houses and things and their load doesn't change very much. But now people are wanting to use the network in a slightly different way. So, for example, people putting solar panels on their house and maybe using that to charge their electric vehicles during the day. Um, if they put battery systems in, they might be changing what their household profile looks like. So they might be um, deferring their energy usage or like saving up energy and using it at a different time. So it's just changing the way that people want to use energy and how they interface with our network. Does knowing all of this stuff impact the way you think about your own personal energy usage? I guess I've always sort of known about, I guess, a household load profile, but when you don't work for a network, you don't necessarily think about when you come home and turn on your oven what that means to everything and it just changes how I guess we design the network I guess it just changes the fundamental um, understanding and fundamental assumptions that were made back in the day um, on how the network should be built. You've touched on this a little bit but but what have you learned what are you what are your big learnings from really your journey to date, not necessarily just your current role? I'd say my learnings are maybe a bit less technical. Um, what I personally have taken away from my journey so far is how important it is just to give things a go and do things that you're a little bit scared of. Because mm. it's real easy to do things that you know you're good at or know that you're comfortable with, uh, but you don't really grow that way. And also just that how important is to make your voice heard as well because everyone comes to things with different perspectives and kind of mm. building um, or challenging some underlying assumptions as well um, and bringing a different perspective to the table kind of helps you come up with new solutions to things as well and just being curious uh, finding out why things are done a certain way allows you to maybe change how they're done um, mm. to make it better so do you think that that critical thinking is inherent in engineers? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say that training in engineering or studying engineering does give you that sort of background in questioning things. But there's also a lot of, I guess, people who like maths and science like there to be a black and white answer. Right. The more that you get into the engineering as a, as a career, you realise how much grey there is. Mm. You're always trying to balance everything, optimise everything um, from, say, the cost of something versus, like, the future-proofness of it versus the adaptability, which particularly we're seeing now. Whereas you could build something maybe for 50 years in the past, um, stuff we're putting in now, the context might change and how we use it might need to change. So um, it's a bit hard to say we're going to put this in for 50 years and that's how long mm. it's going to be used for, yeah. Do you think that being an electrical engineer in Canterbury post-earthquake has impacted this thinking or is it more to do with our climate response? Um, I think it's uh, a mixture of those, to be honest. Obviously, there's a climate emergency, so that's informing how a lot of our customers see electricity. But also, with the way that Orion used things, I think we're acutely aware of those large-scale events that can impact people's ability to heat their homes and even just with EVs, even transport. If, if the electricity system is not robust, 
that can severely impact our community's ability to do the things that they need to do. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like you've always had this this interest and passion for serving the community, which is really cool. And and I'm sure that other people in the energy sector share this. What challenges have you come across in this uh, love for engineering and breaking and fixing things? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd say, I, I guess I touched on it a little bit earlier, is um, one of the main challenges I came uh, came across, um, I guess, just transitioning from the very secure world of a university sort of education mm. um, into the big wide world, real world, um, is just dealing with that uncertainty and being comfortable with it. So I think particularly as the environment changes at the moment, um, it's it's quite hard to say for certain what's going to happen in the future and so trying to make decisions with the most information that you have at hand and being comfortable with that Mm. is I guess one of the main things that I've found challenging um do you have any tools to help you with that what do you do to give yourself a little bit of comfort in that discomfort I guess it's um one of the main tools I have is trying to figure out to what degree of accuracy we need the answer to be. Um, so some things you might be happy with a, a 50% answer, whereas some things you might want to be closer to 80% or 90%, um, just depending on what you're doing and knowing the context for, um, I guess, what decision you're making. What are the exciting opportunities that exist, either for you or people in energy or people in engineering? the electricity industry or the energy industry is at a quite exciting point in time at the moment because I guess particularly with the push for decarbonisation there's the opportunity to change or pave the way that things are going to work for the next wee while Um, and also just uh, adapting to what the market wants and when I say market I mean what the consumers Mm. intend to do rather than us saying this is the service that we provide what does it mean to you to work in the energy sector? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I see it as a way to give back to the community in which I reside and uh, I guess work towards building things up and making things more accessible and I guess quality of life better for the people who live in our community because electricity, especially in New Zealand, is quite a clean form of energy. I've seen that recently you've been involved in engaging with young people. Tell me a bit more about about that. Yeah, um, I have a vested interest in promoting engineering, well, in my opinion, promoting engineering to, um, I guess, university students, to mm-hmm. high school students. Because, mm-hmm. um, well, I, I know that I love it and I'd like more people to be aware that those kind of opportunities exist yeah um particularly in the energy sector because I know when I was in primary school and when I was in high school I didn't I didn't know that mm. electrical engineering was particularly a thing Ditto. um <laughs> and so yeah I, I guess by um like part of what I do is like a, a high school kind of linkage of I guess the subjects their curriculum to um what I guess the industry is about and what happens in the yep. workplace um, and just trying to make that connection a bit clearer on like 
how people use, say, maths, how people use science、mm-hmm. in the actual world, rather than just you know sums on a page or equations. Because、um, I think a lot of kids want to know what what they're learning it for.、Mm. Yeah. And you went into a high school recently and took a science class. Is that right? Yep. Yep. So I this was part of the secondary schools employment. Employer Partnerships Program run by the Ministry of Primary Industries. Yes.、Um, and yeah, that was exactly what I was talking about. So just、um, linking、uh, the concepts that they're le- learning in class、um, back to stuff that actually do in a job and stuff that they can see on the street as well,、um, making it a bit more real in terms of all of this stuff、um, that they're learning can be used in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And did you see any sparks fly in, in any of them while you were there? Oh, we had some fun questions.、Um, yeah, it's always it's always interesting to、um, to hear how kids think about things. So, we had questions like, "Oh, how come? Why can a bird sit on a on a power line and not get you know zapped?" So, <laughs> yeah, yeah.、Um, What's the answer? <laughs> <laughs> because there's no、um, voltage difference <laughs> there, there, and they're not touching the ground. <laughs>、um, yeah, it's.、Uh, Cool. It's really cool, yeah, and I guess seeing seeing their interest really、um, mm. energizes me as well because、mm. it's cool to see like what the next generation is going to bring to things as well. Yeah, and yeah. and like you said, energy is now becoming part of more part of the conversation in households and communities,、mm-hmm. and so hopefully that helps our young people feel more connected to it.、Mm-hmm. Um, we often talk about at the Energy Academy about how on their TV screens they're seeing. Uh, all of these cool TV shows about cops or、yeah. lawyers or、uh, doctors, and the only thing that we have on the TV is a John Travolta movie where he's the line mechanic, and it's like it's not the <laughs> not the it's not the first movie that that young people click to on Netflix. But now we've got this exciting story all around. I mean, it's always been all, all around us, right? But it's really part of the conversation.、Mm. So.、Um, It's really exciting, and hopefully engages、um, more young women as well.、Um, I know that you've got particular interest in getting the word out there more with women in particular. Yeah, I think、um, I guess part of it is just being visible,、mm. um, because people, oh, like kids in particular,、um, you know, need to see themselves represented to. Understand that that's a possibility for them. And lastly, behind every strong woman, there's a strong,、um, not always, but often there's there's or、well, behind every strong person actually there's a、um, a group of supporters、um, or people who have made quite a difference、um, and been part of your story.、Um, is there anybody that that comes to mind for you?、Um, I'd say probably one of the biggest for me is just my family and my parents.、Um, So I, I mentioned that I like to break things when I was little.、Um, <laughs> I guess part of、uh, part of supporting that is、uh, my parents always encouraged me to investigate anything that was already broken,、um, because it couldn't possibly get any worse, and I could <laughs> possibly fix it.、Um, so I guess that was a key thing. They always encouraged me to be curious about things.、Um, And they they never、um, I guess tried to stereotype engineering, particularly when I started showing interest in it as only for a certain group of people.、Uh, they they kind of had the perspective that 
anything that you have a passion for or that you're interested in like you you just go for it so mm. um that was i guess a key uh influence on me in the way that i approach things as well um i don't worry too much about who it's who's meant to do it mm. um it's it's for anyone to look at really mm-hmm. um and any anyone can solve any problem because um, they're all bringing i guess different ideas to the table so that's yeah that's a huge influence on how i how i see the world <laughs> yeah wow and is engineering in your family uh so my my dad uh studied engineering um but he didn't he didn't work too long as an engineer because he kind of fell into other other things but mm-hmm. um i also have a brother in the power industry so oh um, really yeah what does yeah. he do uh he's he's a um electrical engineer as well um he works uh with Palco yeah um, in in their fleets team so yeah oh cool Cool. I I like to say that I had the idea first (laughs) Um, do you talk about it over the dinner table when you catch up occasionally we do end up talking shop um, yeah and then everyone else in our family is just like doesn't have any idea what's going on yeah (laughs) and I'm curious to know what have you do you can can you remember anything that you've broken and had to pull back together from your childhood oh too many things um what was the worst well what was the most the thing that caused the most drama um I think most of the things I didn't break so that's maybe slightly reassuring um but I definitely had a go with um tinkering with like the internals of computers and things yeah think i fixed a radio at one point but uh yeah that was lo- <laughs> lo- lots of things <laughs> you know it's the curious minds that yeah, you can't just leave things alone yeah yeah, so, yeah. but also yeah. the reason why um we have this infrastructure and these things that work and carry us and enable mm. us to go about our daily lives around us um yeah. so i'm grateful for for people like you um who who keep things going and tinker in the background and and um, I'm really pleased that you got recognised for that. So congratulations again. Oh, thanks very much. It was a bit of a surreal experience for me, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome recognition anyway. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel? How How are you feeling about it all? Oh, I, on the night I was totally overwhelmed. Um, I managed to say say a few words and get off stage, but <laughs> I think you that, spoke really well, yeah, considering. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my uh, my trophy now sits on the coffee table under the under the television. So. <laughs> oh, awesome! Yeah. Awesome. Is there like an alumni of? Is there a way that you can connect with all of the other previous? I don't actually know. Um, but surely there's some sort of yeah network <laughs> yeah. yeah oh that's awesome yeah, yeah. yeah. congratulations yeah. again and thank you for taking the time to have a chat and share your story I'm sure it will um inspire many many others and continue to do what you're doing because we need people like you yeah. thanks very much pleasure to talk with you